hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. Awesome. Come on. Kia ora whanau. Kia ora all those on the couch. I mean online. <laughs> online. I know you're on the couch. It's okay. Having a cup of tea and a cookie. Hey, don't go to sleep. Tongarero te maunga, taupul te moana, te arawa te waka, tūwhare tō, te iwi, uh, called Bradley, Rokawa to Greenwa. Kia ora whanau. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Brad Rokawa. Um, I originally come from the central North Island, uh, area of Tūwhare Toa, um, and um, I've been here in Ashburton for now 14 years, and it's my absolute privilege, coming up 15 at the end of this year, it's my privilege to be here with you guys this morning. A little bit about myself, just going to bring up a photo of my whanau, this is my whanau. Uh, over here we have in the middle Cam, it's Kale, Milo, Peony, Billy, Titan, oh Dinky's over there, we got a little Dinky, that little picker there, that's, that's for you, um, uh, B, Steve and Jordan, that's, uh, we got that little piggy from down south, and that black sheep, I don't know, what's that black sheep called? I don't know, black sheep, I think it's called, the funniest, I think it's called Anna. <laughs> and these are some of the animals we have on our farm, on the next slide. These are some of the animals. These are my five animals we have here. This is Nika May, Neil and Nehemiah, and my two boys, Nehana and Nahamani. So we have a wee um, little lifestyle block just out of town. And, um, yeah, th- these animals have um, a wee um, shelter, and it looks like a pigsty. So, so. <laughs> anyway, that's for my kids, because I knew my kids would be in here. So I haven't been up here for a while. I knew my kids would be in here because I'm the best dad joker that you can get. All your other dad jokes, not even funny. I'm the best dad joker, just so you know. Even though you think your jokes are funny, they ain't. I'm the best dad joker. So I'm here today because I had a bit of a catch-up with Pastor Carl, and we were just talking, and I had this idea. I said, I've got this idea about the sermon about a log. You carry this log, all this weight, and it's really, really hard to carry. You need people to carry it. And by the time I even finish, he's like, yeah, well, I think we could pitch you in. And I was like, I'm just telling you. Like, just, and then all of a sudden, I get a text saying, you can preach this time, so be careful if you go and see Pastor Carl. You have an idea, he'll turn that idea into reality, which he has, both Pastor Lisa and Pastor Carl have in our life many, many times. Um, last week, Pastor Carl introduced and started the series of Selfless, and he had this awesome title. I'm not sure if it was a title or quote, but it was Less of Self, More of God. Amen. Less of Self, More of God. And that really um, stuck in my heart, and that will probably stick in my heart forever. Because I saw Selfless... And then when he just broke it down and less of self, more of God, I thought that's what we need every day to remind ourselves, less of self, more of God. My title today is less of self, more of others. Less of self, more of others. And we're going to look in um, some of the letters that Paul wrote and we're going to start in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 to 31. This is going to set our context I'm going to set a bit of a scene for what I'm going to share today. For even as the body is one, and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were all baptised into one body, 
whether Jews or Greeks. Now, I put some brackets here because sometimes for me, as a, as a um, young Christian, I found it quite hard to um, place myself in that setting of Jews, Greeks, the culture. We go back to the context of how they live. I thought, where do I fit in this? So in these brackets, it's not changing the word of God, but you can put yourself. You can put Maori. You can put European. You can put South African. You can put Filipino. You can put South American. You can even put Australia in there. <laughs> Australian. It's my Australian bro here. Here's my bro here. Whether slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this time. Lord, I thank you for our church. I thank you for this word. I thank you for our community. Holy Spirit, let's lead this morning, Father. Help us to hear your word. Help us to um, focus the less of us, more of you, and more of others. Help us to grow in the character of you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I just want to quickly acknowledge my um, awesome sister and um, my nephew over here is on. They come down from Christchurch and they're, they're awesome supporters of our life and uh, um, the, the backbone of our whanau to be able to carry us through some stuff and be there with encouragement. And I just love that you're here this morning. So especially my bro Zion, you're awesome. Sorry, man, but he usually does my fades. But last night I realised I had an afro and I was like, man, I need a cut. So I quickly grabbed the shavers out and I was like, looking forward to my Zion cut. But sorry, my man, I, I cut it myself. That's pretty good. Yes, that's pretty good. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12. So if we go back into it, Paul's letter is to the church of Corinth, right? This is a, this is a, a very big, wealthy, bustling city. And it's, and it's, it's, um, only, it's only like, I can't remember exactly, it's only like 50 to 60 years AD. So it's not that, you haven't been that far from the death of Jesus, right? And already they're making a mess of it. How, 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 so soon. It's like you've just had all this awesome, miracle stuff and you've had obviously the crucifixion and then all of a sudden we just become greedy, become a bit selfish, become let's do our own thing, let's make our own plans, let's worship our own gods, let's, let's not work together as a church really, really quickly. Isn't it amazing how fast that you can just change the way that you behave, to change your values and everything like pretty quick. Paul's letter to the church in Corinth was because the church was becoming disconnected. To ensure a church community is built with love, faith, and selfless acts of kindness, kindness, we have to also model this life in church and out of church. How easy is it to come in and go, hallelujah, oh, hallelujah, yeah, God is good. Out the driveway, hey, oof, you kids were naughty in there. I'm just talking for myself. I'll probably ground my kids too much on the way out. You know, but we're trying to keep a character of Christ in here and a character of Christ out there. Because community is observing. They're longing and seeking something in their life. We want to make sure that we model a good Christian life. They know where true love lives, which is with Jesus Christ, and particularly in our churches. So this is my log here, obviously. I had this grand idea, which I usually have all these grand ideas, that, this grand ideas. and I thought, I'm going to get this big 100-kilo log in here, and I'm going to tow it, and then when I just, over the few days, like, how am I going to get a big giant log in here? It's not going to happen. Megan will, like, if I break the stage or make a mess of it, Megan will have me. <laughs> True. And I had to clean this because it's come from the paddock, so I dragged it down the paddock with um, another big piece anyway. But this log represents my life. Represents my life. And 
It's like, let's just pretend it's 100 kilos. It represents my life. This is me towing my life. And this isn't bad. This isn't like baggage, like a backpack of baggage and bag stuff. This is just my life. I'm just, this is my whanau. This is my career. This is my great ideas. This is uh, ministry. This is day-to-day um, -day life. This is the stuff that I'm carrying. Not necessarily bad. Let's not picture as the things we're carrying is bad. We do carry some stuff sometimes, but I want you guys to, I want this illustration to be that this is just life. Right. We carry some stuff. Amen. Everyone here just carries some stuff, not necessarily bad stuff, just life, just things we do throughout the week, going to work. Sometimes it can be heavy, like this extremely, extremely heavy 100 kilo log. For me, it's important to have an awareness of the activities that we create that create heavy loads. Now, sometimes when you do some stuff and you put your hand up and you sign up for some stuff, people say, oh, man, you're a sucker. Oh, man, why would you do that? Oh, you have too many kids and have some more kids. Oh, why would you add to your load? Why would you do that? Sometimes we just know that we're called to do those things and we put our hand up and we'll do it. And guess what? The log gets heavier and heavier, but you know there's a greater calling. You know there's a greater calling in all this load that you take on. Now, if you had the skills of these fellas, man, you could carry logs all day, every day. Can we have that slide of these amazing log carriers? Look at these fellas. That's my Filipino bros right there. Look at that. He's carrying some logs on his wee motorcycle. Over here we've got the whanau, just all that cruising. Just going to shop, get something. This one down the left-hand corner, she's having a sleep. Now, if we could just like know that carrying stuff and carrying stuff together isn't actually that bad, isn't actually heavier, isn't actually hard, man, we're some our Filipino crew, they know how to do it. I'm not sure about you, but I reckon I always need people to help me in and out of season. You see, the church, the body of Christ, is far, far, far greater than us. It's taken me a long time to realise. Been in the church for a long time, spent a lot of, lot of times in church from the age of five, in and out with my mum, who was a solid Christian. Um, and then as a teenager, did my thing for a bit and then come back into the church, but never realised, and wish I realised when I was younger, how big and great being a Christian, being part of the body of Christ, could be. It can be so great and so you can get so connected and it should be everyone working together that no matter what you got go through, no matter how hard the load, how heavy the load gets, that there's going to be someone there to carry the load with you. It's not meant to be, I go to church for me. I go to church for me and I go to church for God. I need prayer, I need help, I need support. Don't get me wrong, that's part of the journey. You should do that. But there comes a part of your journey where it's now I need to give. Now I need to serve. Now I need to go. Man, that fellow's carrying a hefty log over there. I need, oh, bro, you need a hand? Bro, you need a hand? Like, you can go and start carrying someone else's logs. Go and start carrying somebody else's load. Yep. Because there's a journey where we come here and we're about us. All right? But we need to be like less of self, more of God. Less of self, more of others. That's the character of Christ. 
I should hope to be more like the character of Jesus, which is about my father's business. Loving, serving, standing up for righteousness, feeding the poor, helping the helpless, the list goes on. Less of me, more of kingdom building. Kingdom building is all about others. I wonder how many people visualise what the church and being part of the body, Christ, body of Christ really means. Meaning being a Christian and knowing everyone is connected through faith in Jesus. You have your heart. I'm now your brother. I'm now your brother in Christ. Even though this is for me mainly, even though you're not the bro, because... Maldives and Pacific Islands might get it. Some of you just got the bro, that's the bro. Right? Do, do you give me the bro? Well, this is my bro, that's the bro. I've got a few of the bros around. And then some of you are just my mates and my friends, and we're all part of the body of Christ, but you're not my bro. Okay? So there's, there's a difference. <laughs> but when you become a Christian, really, and you give your heart to the Lord, you all become the bro. Okay? You're all the bro. All right? And we need to think like that. You're my bro, that's my bro. When you become a Christian, you give your heart to the Lord because you're part of a massive, massive, worldwide body membership that should work together. Paul sees it. Not working together, my Jesus. Not working together. You're a bit of a mess. You're a bit over here. You're a bit over there. Man, it's not, and it's not that long after miraculous signs. Like, how can that be? Like, you've just seen something amazing, been part of an amazing story in a context, and now you're already doing your own thing? Man, it's easy, eh? So easy. So let's get it together. Let's just remember where God has brought us, those testimonies. God has brought us from here. Now we're here. Now let's keep doing that. Let's not be from here to here and then go back to there. You don't want to go back there. No one wants to go back there. And we might spend some time back there, but let's just come back over and over again. Less of God. Or less of God. Not less of God. <laughs> less of self. More of God. Amen. I've got a bit of a mum... Mum brain, I've been like, looking after our twin boys, uh, between me and Anna, obviously, over and over and over, and you don't get much sleep. And um, I'll blame that. Blame my, blame, my, blame my kids. You can blame your kids. Uh, Ephesians 4, 11, 13. And he gave some as apostles, some as prophets, and some as evangelists, some as pastors, some as teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the service to the building, up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Now we know this, this is fundamental scriptures, this is fundamental stuff that if you've been in the church for a while, we know our giftings and our callings, where we are placed. Sometimes we forget who we are. Sometimes we forget where we've been, where God's brung us, our gifting, our calling, and I think we've got to keep reminding ourselves that we all play a part in the body. We all play a part. We all have a calling. We all have a gift. We all have something to give in the body of Christ to impact our church, our community, our nation. Now, this is back to my log. This log, this, it's gone up a few kilos because it's been busy. It's now 120 kilos because of work. Ugh. Man, it's getting heavy. I'm pulling it. Oh. Yeah, I need some help. I just need a couple of people to just give me a hand, but you know, I don't want to call out. I don't want to call out. It's good. I can do it. If I just bit harder. Yeah, I can do it. 
Yeah, no, I'm beast. Ah, <laughs> oh, can someone? Can someone? Can someone just can, just some just someone give me? You know what, Pete? Can you give me a hand, please, my man? Is anyone now? Oh, just 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 at the back, mate. Give it a give it a give it a bit of a tuck. Oh, 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 there we go. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, oh, thanks. Thank, yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, oh, 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 there we go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> but for real, that's it. Right there. If I could end on that, I want us to picture that. Time and time again in our life. Whatever's going on, someone's going to come. Someone's going to help. And you might all relate to that. But sometimes you might not. This is how we build a strong church. This is how we impact the community. The purpose of a selfless act is an illustration of Jesus at work in your life. It's easy to do things and get noticed, right? Get affirmation, credit, photo of you doing it. You know, like... On top ticker, chat, sna- chat snapper, those awesome apps that you fellas always go on. It's hard to do a deed that you might not get acknowledgement for, eh? Uh, it's got a, I've got a bit of story time. I'm going to tell you this story. And as I've got mature, I've been able to place myself outside of my circumstances and think about what happened, my behaviour, my words that I used and all that kind of stuff. When, when, you, when, you're, when I was younger, sorry, I can't say we, when I was younger, I would just say stuff and do stuff and then the, the repercussions of that would later, I'd think, oh, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Now I can observe a bit better and see what's happening. Anyway, the story, I spent a bit of time on my vehicle getting a warrant of fitness and cost too much getting a warrant of fitness. I wish we didn't have to get warrants. Um, and I was at the testing station and it was 11 o'clock on a Saturday, testing station closed at 12 o'clock. I got there at 11 o'clock, and the lady said, look, we might not take another warrant finish through because we're late for time and close at 12. So I thought, sweet, I'll wait. There's like two cars ahead of me. When I pulled up, there was a guy with a, a truck and a caravan, nice truck, nice caravan, and I just pushed in front of him because he was on the side, like, he's fixing something on the side. It's like, that's your fault. If you're not in the line, cuz, and you're on the side fixing something, you should have fixed it at home like me. I've been working on this car all weekend. I fixed it, now I'm here for my warrant. You're fixing it at a testing station. No, it's not happening. Anyway, so I pull up, he's there, and then Melvin pulls up behind me. And, and we're just having a chat with Melvin, and then um, the, the man comes out and goes, oh, I'll probably go to you, pointing at me. I was like, sweet. And then um, Melvin said, what about this guy? How long has he been here for? And I was like, well, I don't know, man. I was like, oh, I just want to go. And, and Melvin said to him, this is awesome. He goes, mate, you go in behind, you go in behind him, behind me, and, uh, and I'll just wait. And I was like, man, what a selfless act right there you just done, Melvin. And, uh, and Melvin might not know, but I was thinking deep about it at that moment. I was like, this is a pure example of what you should do. I didn't do it because I was one my warrant. <laughs> but he did a perfect... Christian behaviour of letting someone go through, knowing he might have missed out, right? He might have missed out on his warrant of fitness, but he did it for that guy. And that guy was over the moon. Thank you, I can't believe you let me through. And I was like, man, I'm going through. You can just get your warrant next week. <laughs> like, you can afford it, I can't. It's cost me heaps, I'm going. But I knew the right thing was to do that, but I didn't. And I was okay with that because I knew that I didn't. <laughs> Melvin did the right thing. You know what happened? The ladies come through and just said, no, we'll keep going. Melvin still got his warrant because he just, he just 
everyone came through pretty much. So that, that was awesome, an awesome example. And that's time and time again in all our lives where we can make that choice to miss out for somebody else. It's going to be okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. You can always do it another time, but if someone else can advance ahead of you, man, do it. And it sucks sometimes, but you can do it. I've got another quick story, and then we're actually going to go into story time if I've got some time. This story is of um, Harry Stanway. When I was, um, we were actually, Anna had just um, pushed out the babies. Can I say pushed out the babies? Had just um, had, a, had, a, had our babies on December the 10th, and I had just made some hay a few days before that, and I was ready to pick up like uh, December the 11th or 12th. And I rang up Harry and I said, mate, I need your trailer. Can you drop, my trail- can you drop your trailer off? I say my trailer because it's ours. Like, can you drop your trailer off um, at this paddock and I'll use it because I need to pick up some hay. So a few hundred bales of hay. And he said, yep, yep, no problem. Anyway, I come back from Christchurch Hospital really early in the morning to grab this trailer and pick up some hay. When I got there, Harry Stanway had already stacked, and my man Johnny over here, they had stacked the hay to the roof at 6 o'clock in the morning. So I left Christchurch at 5, I got there. Harry had, st- I didn't ask him, I said, drop your trailer. I don't, want, I don't need your help. I'm going to carry it by myself because I don't want to disturb anyone at 6 o'clock in the morning. I've got babies in Christchurch, I need to do this. My kids are at Ian and Sarah's, and I'm going to go back. It was just horrendous. And Harry had stacked it up. Now I share that because he did a selfless act. He didn't have to do that. And that was like the load off my life big time. Because there was a bit of income for us at that time. There was a bit of stock feed for us at that time. And Harry did it without hesitation. I didn't say, you can do it. But that's what we can do for others. Less of self, more of others. All right, we need a wee breather, and we've got a bit of time, but I want to quickly share these stories because I want to inspire you for this next couple of minutes. Okay? I want to inspire you that you can be these log carriers, that you can be... The body of Christ functioning here and functioning out there as well. Here we go. Before Ashburton gave my heart, oh sorry, I need to start with this. this. All of this is not about myself or my whanau or my wife. It's about the portion of grace that God had for us in the seasons and out of seasons. Before Ashburton gave my heart at Nainai Baptist Church, a good friend of mine, Paul, he was my guidance, he was my wisdom. He was an elder, and he gave me a good old raka, part of the body of Christ. Some Christian young adults inspired me in Wellington when I was there, who got me to church, helped me out. I moved to Nelson, and Paul and Michelle were our marriage counsellors and our support. They bring us out, out of some really tough times. My old pastors, Brent and Tracy, they were wisdoms, they were, they were I was going to say gangster, but they were gangster. They were guidance, they were spiritual support. Robert and, Elder and Anna Bilderbutt, they were early marriage encouragement, plenty of prayer. We moved to Ashburton. We joined the youth team, David and Linda. They said that we could be youth pastors. They encouraged us. They gave us vouchers every Christmas. Carl and Lisa empowered us to be, to be pastors, encouraged us as we farmed and youth pastors hardcore. Richard and Linda Joseph supported us as both mentally, spiritually, and financially. They knew the youth work grind. All the Filipino communities, there's heaps of encouragement, heaps of love. David and Sharon Bailey are always encouraging. We started having children, more children, while farming and youth pastoring. The youth pastor days, our whole youth team, Ruby, George, parents of youth, we carted children and young people up and down the country, all over the place. The weight of the log was heavy. But we put our hand up because there's a calling, there's a time, there's a grace, there's a season to support and to love others. 
Kerry and Nathan with our kids weekly for whatever reason we needed. Ian and Sarah almost every youth night weekly. Ian was a great spiritual support for me and came on our trips. Kara and Adam were the same. Fiona and Matt, well, I don't know about Matt, but Fiona definitely looked after our kids. Glenn and Grace, support where we needed. Glenn stepping into youth, even though he was working and raising his family at the same time. Amy and Michael, Amy served for years on youth, and she still served with us. Ian and Julia, great friends of encouragement and service. Stephen B, awesome encouragement. Nan and Trish, Trish, Nanny Trish, always support in prayer, and a handshake with a note. She'd always give us money. She's like, go hey, shake your hand and I've got a few bucks in there. I was like, yeah, awesome. It's like a hundred bucks. Like, I love that. I love getting money. Annette Van Esperen, always major intercession. Like extreme prayer constantly. If you saw her, she'd be like, on your case. What can I pray for? What can I pray for? And at the same time, she's carrying her own love. Like Carmen and Mike, always great encouragement. Pastor Malcolm, always a checkup. Always look in your eye and make sure you're doing the right things. Like, mate, look right into your soul. Now, I'm full of wisdom and encouragement. Me old mate, John Hooper, always a reliable fella, always a prayer warrior, always takes forever to do stuff. But, um, <laughs> but it was always good for me because, like, more time with John is always good. Um, Corbin always believing in me, and my good mate Cornelius, best encourager ever. If you want to get encouraged, get around Cornelius. Like, he was just encouraged the heck out of you and think you were like, he thought I was Mike Tyson. Like, for a moment in my life, I thought I was going to go and have a fight. Yeah. Like, I actually did. And I was prepared to. I was like, yeah, I can do it. Cornelius said, I'm like Mike Tyson. And then I literally thought I could. I started training, started, fighting, started watching videos. Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, like, how high is he? How tall is he? Yeah, I can be like him. No, no, I couldn't. But I got him. I got him when I started. Oh, anyway, you want to get encouraged? Get around some people that will encourage. I share that because that's the body of Christ that helped us to for us to even be here. So let's do this for others. Let's be a a member of the body of Christ who can support each other, carry some part of the log. Man, if you see someone walking out, I know some of you got heavy logs. It's all good. And some bad logs. No, it's not some bad logs. But I know you've got some some heavy stuff, but we're meant to be here to help carry the load together. One more part. Most recently, as we multiply our family, multiply and make more babies, churches, Baptist Church members, they said, I'll help. Grace Church friends said, I'll help. Friends from Connect Church in Timaru said, I'll help. Friends from Christchurch churches said, I'll help. North Island Church friends said, I'll help. Real people willing to carry some section of our log. If I missed you, I'm sorry. But it's not about you. I'm not, I'm not really sorry. I am really sorry because there's probably, like, there'd be multi, probably double amount of numbers again in this that I could say thank you for everything that you guys have done. Many, many of you. There's a large list of the body of Christ. Many of us here play a part and are a body. Let's get together. Let's help each other. Let's lift the log that somebody needs help with. And I'm going to finish up here. Can I get the band up, actually? Didn't write that in here. Reckless love. I'd like to hear reckless love to wrap up with. I'd like to see us get motivated. Some are. Some need motivating. That's okay. We're all in different seasons and stages of life, eh? But I want to encourage you that if we can all work together as one body, supporting each other in here and out there, I think we'll see great breakthrough in the life of this church, in the life of our community, 
and our nation. Less of self, more of God. Less of self, more of others. As we close, we're just going to sing Reckless Love because when I was singing Reckless Love, I was praying into it and I felt the Holy Spirit just remind me of how reckless this world can be. How reckless and nasty some of the things that happen in this world can be. Can be just some sick stuff. There's some tough stuff. Some really, really reckless stuff. But I was reminded that, man, our God is way more reckless than that. He'll rip through the worst of the worst of the worst to save you. Crazy. You think the world's reckless? Man, God's love will destroy anything that's reckless in this world. Anything that's reckless and anything that's going on in this world, God can trump that big time. And I'm reminded by that and I was touched by the Holy Spirit to remember that God's love is way more reckless no matter where you're at. No matter what stage of life you're at, God's love can save, can help you no matter what's going on in your life. Can we just stand and I'm just going to close in prayer. Now, Lord, I thank you for this time. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that your love is reckless, Father. That, Lord, no matter where you're at, no matter how heavy the load, you're there to save, to love, to guide us in whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. Lord, I pray, Lord, that there be less of us, more of you, less of us, and more of others, Father. Help us to function as the body of Christ would call us to function, Father. Help us to support each other and love each other so we can love this community and our nation. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name. Lord, I tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou koutou. Kia ora.